back to school today too for many, many, many children. If, and if your household was anything like ours, it's full of nervous excitement and brand new school bags and brand new class, old mates, new mates. At least you don't have to Duracell the books anymore. It's a, it's a ecological hazard covering your books in plastic, so that's a plus. So been, cannot wait to hear the stories fresh off, fresh off the playground on the first day back. And school should be exciting. It should be something that children do look forward to. It should be a safe place where children are encouraged to learn and to see the world as, as somewhere where they can take their place, their rightful place. And yet our truancy rates have never been worse. Just 39.9% of New Zealand children attended school and kura regularly last year. There are many, many reasons for that. But the implications for this country of dealing with a generation of semi-literate young New Zealanders are horrifying. The, the thing that gets me most is that awful waste of potential. Young people are ripe for learning. They may have come from pretty shabby backgrounds. But if you, if you get them right, if they feel safe, if they feel secure, if they're fed, if they've got people who are feeding their minds, just not their bodies, then they will grow and they will flourish and they will be the best they can be and that's got to be good for all of us. The new Children's Commissioner, uh, Frances Evers, has said that she is fully focused on lifting children out of poverty, but that is a lot harder than it sounds. We had a, a PM who was utterly committed to improving the lives of our most vulnerable kids, and even her most generous supporters say that when she left office, the job was not done. Evers says it's easy to forget that 20 kilometres down the road from where any one of us live, children are starving. But why are they starving? That's what I really want to know. From the kickstart breakfasts put on by Sanitarium in Fonterra, where there's wheat mix, there's milk, there's fruit. From the Kids Can Charity providing clothing and food to the schools that qualify who've got hungry kids. To the money you and I have spent, $216.7 million in operating funds, $3.9 million in capital expenditure to provide school lunches across the country. If you go to school, there should be no reason at all for you to be going to school hungry. If your parents haven't got anything in the cupboards, if there's nothing there because they simply can't afford to feed the family for the entire week, three meals a day, or if you've got a caregiver who's hopeless at managing a budget, for whatever reason, if there is nothing in your cupboards, your children shouldn't be starving, given the amount of money that taxpayers commit to feeding kids who might otherwise miss out. So why are children going hungry? Like if the programs aren't working, if they're not reaching the kids that they're meant to reach, then spend the money a different way. Work out another way of finding these kids. I mean, the, the ideal selling point I would have thought to a child is go to school, get a feed. Go to school, 
Feed your tummy, feed your mind. If I was one of those kids, one of the 60% who are not going to school regularly, and I was starving, I would have thought turning up for a, for a feed would be a powerful incentive to grab my school bag, fill it full of books, and head along to school. Millions, hundreds of millions, have been poured in by charitable donation. There's numerous charities that are trying to do their best to feed the kids. By businesses, countless volunteer hours have been put in. And hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars have been put in to ensure that children are in the best possible way to learn. Their tummies are full, they can focus, they can concentrate. And yet, we've got the Children's Commissioner saying kids down the road are starving. We've got just 39.9% of kids turning up for school regularly. Do these programs need an overhaul? Could the money be better spent elsewhere in feeding starving children and lifting them out of poverty? Intuitively, I would have thought school was the place for it. Get them through the door with the promise of a feed and try and get them to come regularly. And if that's not working, then let's perhaps look at putting $220 million somewhere else to try and get the very best out of our most vulnerable kids.